BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. We are live. Yes, yes, we are live. Good morning, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel, Joel Conan, Dennis Dick. Um, I think we called yesterday's show Retail Wreck, but that's really what today is. Big, big, big time retail wreck, right? Obviously, you guys have seen Target by now. Target is dragging down every retail stock under the sun. That is the theme of today. Uh, we'll talk about that that earnings report, what a disaster that it was. Uh, our guest today, Michael Houston from CMC Markets. Great guest from across the pond. Very much looking forward to, to talking to him today. Uh, good morning, everyone in the chat. Good morning, Lord Jam, Patrick PK, Omer, Duncan Dave, Chase, Jones, Shelly. What's up? What's up? What's up? Do me a favor, everyone. Hit that thumbs up if you'd be so kind. And uh, that's what I got. Here we go. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel O'Connor. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been the penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Before I uh, bring on Joel, a quick PSA for today. I forgot to mention this before, but uh, we are going to do live trading after this show, and then that'll go into our next Benzinga boot camp. So stay tuned after this show. Live trading is starting off our boot camp, so I'll redirect you right to the usual gang, and then it'll go into our boot camp from there. So just so everyone is aware of that. Uh, Second thing I want to say is if you guessed the correct CPI print last week, 8.3%, and you did not get an email from Benzinga, uh, email me, uh, SpencerIsrael at Benzinga.com, but you should all have gotten, I think there was 13 winners. I think you all should have received something from uh, Benzinga uh, yesterday uh, because uh, you got the CPI print correct. Um, so 
Good thing we did that. Uh, okay. Uh, Joel just stepped, weirdly stepped away for a second. I'm going to bring Dennis on. Oh, there he is. I'm here. Joel's, 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 back. Joel's back too. Okay. We're all, We're all here, here now. Good morning, everyone. How are we doing, Joel? Please bring up your charts. Okay, we well, we're in the bread by uh, 32 and three quarters handles at uh, 40.52. Crude's up 223 at 111.96. Gold is down 10.40 at 1808.50. Silver's down 12 cents at 21.63. Bitcoin's down 260 at 29.7740. Ethereum is in the red by $16 at 20.26.50. All right, so mixed morning in the futures markets, but we got to we got to go right to target here. That's that's the only thing that matters. That's the story of the day. Uh, utter training wreck. I'll be honest, I didn't. I I I think I tried to be positive. Glass half full in the Walmart report yesterday because it, it certainly wasn't great, but I didn't think it was like that terrible to me. But this report, this target report, is really bad. So top line rev uh, sales. Uh, which we don't care about, but I'll give you anyway. Sales came in above estimates. Bottom line, earnings per share, big miss. Big, big, big miss. Mm-hmm. Er, uh, EPS for Q1, $2.19 versus a $3.07 estimate. Uh, they, like, kind of sort of reaffirm their uh, their revenue growth guidance for the year, but there's a whole lot not to like in this. The operating margins were way below estimates. Inventories way above where they're supposed to be uh it's 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 all it's all bad here it, it, it it's all bad uh yeah comp, it's, it's bad. grow comp grow there's really not not a lot to like in 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 this quarter there's so much to unpackage here there's so many implications for the overall market as well um this just you, you can get by and say walmart was one-off like okay you know, they disappointed. Um, it was a bad miss. Maybe even a little bit of overreaction by the street, it felt like. But it wasn't a good quarter. Set the bar low for Target. Target just, like, don't even think about the low bar. It mattered nothing when you missed that bad. They are killing this stock this morning, and they really are. It's down 23%. It's down 50 bucks. It's giving back. Man, you got to go to the weeklies, but we are just killing like we're giving back basically all of 2021 games in one foul swoop so here's a lower beta stock typically lower beta typically defensive widely owned getting murdered this will turn people off of all stocks not just retail stocks all stocks because they're like man if target can fall 23 percent a day why the hell do i want this risk this is a game changer for the market right now we've had a nice rally off the lows which we called thursday i think you gotta lighten up now and if you have to lighten up you know when we're down 30 handles maybe that's the way to do it you get a late morning rally or something in these stocks i think you're selling you're selling them. unfortunately this is just not good news it's showing that the consumer is weak it's showing inflation is a problem it's showing and obviously expenses are a problem for these companies to manage inventory problems Lots of problems. Not good news. You, you, this is a great stat. This is from Rahul Sharma, who's a great Twitter follow on uh, on Twitter at retail mm-hmm. underscore guru. He's just a retail analyst. Um, Twitter ended the quarter with 72 days of stock, meaning inventory, which is much higher than the roughly 60 days of stock that it had pre-COVID. 
They the, the stores are jam packed with stuff right now that nobody is buying, or that they're buying at a much slower rate than they were before. Yeah. So, um, I mean, people are buying it, but it's just not 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 what it used to be. Consumer is so. tight. Yeah, I mean, and at Walmart, Target's a lot of apparel, so you don't think about that as big ticket stuff. It's cheap. I mean, their clothing is cheap at Target. But again, people are just tight, going to be tighter for money going forward. It was our whole thesis for why we were selling stocks three months ago. Um, we've had a nice bounce because stocks were oversold, but you know now we've had a bounce in a lot of stocks. I just can't see the market just completely ignoring. We kind of ignored Walmart yesterday, but now that Target does it too, now it's telling you that the consumer is weaker than all everybody else is telling you on CNBC. Yeah, I'm not going to make the same mistake I did yesterday, thinking it was going to be a tight range. So I'll just give you your next monthly low that comes in. Uh, back in 2020 in November, it had a monthly low of 152.80. It's it's conservative stocks getting killed here now. Oh. That will spook a lot of investors. That's all you know. All it is is like we get more information, always getting more information, more information to make better trading decisions. The information I'm getting today tells me on any rip I'm selling now. So selling more stocks. Um, it's telling me that technology needs to bail us out today. That's what I'll say is if you know technology can come around and bail us out, the tech stocks, the beaten down tech stocks, that would be a good sign. But I don't think that's gonna happen. There's been some pretty good, you know, a pretty good bounce here. And ARKK, and ARKK has nothing to do with Target, but I'm just saying there's been a good bounce for three or four days. It's had a nice three or four days of consolidation. It could have been consolidation to go higher, but I'm just worried the Target spills over and other stuff. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it doesn't do that. But right now, what you might see happen, S&Ps are down significantly. It's just all Target's fault. There's no other reason. It's Target today. It's a Target sell-off. Um, we're down 30 handles. Sometimes you get the buy the dip mentality coming in and say, okay, now I can buy the dip. I think those people will be wrong. But if you get a little bit of a rally after the open for whatever reason, I think you're selling that rally. It's almost like that, that like, I don't know what it is, like a saying or that like proverb or whatever. It's like, first they came for my tech stocks and I didn't, or my growth tech and I didn't care because I didn't like growth tech anyway. But then they came for my consumer staples. And there's no one around to help me. I'm butchering that, but you get the idea, right? Yeah. There's a difference between like some moonshot stock that was always a moonshot coming back down to like crashing down to earth, and like Walmart and Target. Like Walmart, yes. Walmart doesn't drop 11 percent in one day. It, do, I mean, it did yesterday, but it, that's not a thing that, that happens normally. Well, it's biggest moves ever, right? Exactly. So I'm saying, yeah, I think it's a in biggest move in 20 years, or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, tar- Target has a beta of like. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at Walmart right now. What, what's what's Target's beta? Uh, it's a uh, less than one. It's a it's a it's a less not a very market. not yeah. a very volatile stock <laughs> to see it down like this. It is today. Um, it's telling you that there is risk in everything. Like you think if Target misses, you think they'll knock ten bucks off it. You don't ever think. I never envisioned a scenario where they would knock fifty-two points off of Target, and. No, now you say, okay, well, wow, what a deal. I mean, but you could have said that when it was down 42 points an hour ago, and now it's down 52 points. I mean, we're right back into this. I'm not going to be the hero and try to catch the falling knife here on this disappointing quarter. The stock was kind of cheap going into it. It's going to be a hell of a lot cheaper after today, but with the earnings coming in so substantially, you got to revalue that too. So, I mean, they're taking no prisoners here. 
$162 here this morning. Joel, give us a technical level. Give me something. On uh, 152.80. I said oh that that gosh, was Oh, my gosh. It's no... 10 points lower again. Yeah. I mean, I made the mistake yesterday of, you know, thinking it was going to be tight and it was going to hold. So, uh, you know, let's see. You see what the pre-market low is and see if anybody tries to bring in stock there. You're leaning on the lows of the pre-market session. You might even, you know, you might even just, they're just all kinds of stops are going to be going off on the open. Is anybody crazy enough to have stops? You could go to 150, 140, 130, 120. Who knows? Could lose 100 bucks. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, but I do think that this is not going to bounce back quickly. You know, could we see 170, 175? That's possible. Forget about the 200s, forget about the 210s. This was a disaster quarter and they are punishing it. But it still spooks me to be, you know, I went from 52% cash to 42 percent cash my long-term portfolio i have one bad one that's going to get hit today it's going to be coals uh you know i bought that a few days ago because it was like oh you're getting some exposure i bought a few different sectors valuation still attractive but now you got to look at that too and you revalue okay it's down five percent they're hitting it because obviously apparel targets full of apparel they're going to hit all apparel today nordstrom down six percent yeah. macy's down six percent i mean you can go across the board here in retail right now and it is ugly. And then you can even go to like your Kroger down 4.1% because, you know, they got groceries. So Target sells a lot of different stuff. Anything that Target sells, if you've got a store that, you know, is similar, it sells that stuff, it's going to get hit here today. So it is across the board. It is ugly. I don't know what to say. I did not expect on any given day that Target would fall 51 bucks. I thought Walmart was an outlier to fall 12%. I cannot believe Target's down 23%. It makes me reevaluate everything. Joel was just, he, he was on the, the, the Dick's Sporting Goods chart I saw, DKS. Yeah. Which yeah. Near, they, re- or they report as just sympathy. Yeah. I mean, that's near the top of my losers this morning. You look at my losers, yeah. the losers to a I don't even think Dick's report. Did Dick say anything? Is there a downgrade? No, is there anything? It's down 8%. <laughs> no. That's Wait, just on Target? Wait, they didn't report. Can't be. Dick's, Dick's didn't report. They're not on that's what I'm saying. Did yeah. they do anything? Yeah. No. It's down eight percent just because of Target. Look, I, that's every, an overshoot. Every single, again, almost every single stock that's leading the losers board this morning is retail, right? It's retail uh, massacre. Like yeah. that is, it is everywhere. You can just go to your retail stocks, XRT, if you want to just do them all. It's down four point six percent. Obviously, very diversified across all retail. So it's giving you a feeling. Retail index is going to be down like five percent today, yeah. just today. Just because of Target, because of one stock. What a market we're in, man. So, um, again, like, D- like DG, Nordstrom, it doesn't matter. Pick your poison. B- BJ's, Macy's, even Costco. Oh, the holy grail of Costco. Even Costco is not holding up to say this Nothing morning. Is. That's, that's, that's a company. We all love Costco. But it's not immune. So. I don't know. Joel, do you have thoughts on, on any of those? Costco down another hey, 28.0 on XRT or anything like that? No, I just think you need to uh, you know, just go to your monthlies and that's the only thing you can do. You're blowing through every level. So keep an eye on the open and keep an eye on your monthlies. Talk about a quiet fall from Grace, Costco. A month ago made a new all time high at six hundred and twelve dollars. It just lost a hundred and fifty points here. Just quietly. Didn't even get really very many headlines. Yeah. You know, just quietly getting killed. Has Costco even reported yet? No. They're they're always they're always way late. So here you go. They've lost twenty five percent of their market value and they didn't even say anything. <laughs> no. They didn't do anything. 
It's just because everything's falling apart. Algos, man, they just did they see the news, they see the headline, they have well, their list. Truth. Like you yeah. have your list, Dennis, and it just goes, you know, thinner right trading. They can, you know, they can take out levels so easily with with you know not much stock. It goes and right through it all, Joel. You're there. absolutely correct. I mean, the algos, you know, just hit first, ask questions later. They see target fall 23%. They hit every retail stock. Even it shows you that you can even see the algos in, in the Macy's flash crash from yesterday. So you can see how quick they react. Macy's falls down the 30%. We talked about the flash crash yesterday down to 15, immediately back up. They hit Kohl's and Nordstrom instantly, and they had a little mini splash crashes because the algos are picking up the 15s and selling the Kohl's and Nordstrom against it. So they're trying to pick up that difference. So they hit all the bids on that too. So actually Kohl's, I don't think those were fat fingers. I think Kohl's and Nordstrom's were algo selling off of the Macy's. So it's crazy to think how much we're controlled by algorithmic trading, but we absolutely are. But this is scary. We're just taking it back to Target. It's scary. To think that you know a, a, a core holding in a lot of people's portfolio, lower beta, more conservative, lower valuation, can fall 23% in a day. Makes me scared to own stocks and probably makes a lot of other people scared to own stocks. So think about that when you're buying the dip today. I think you could be on the wrong side. And and again, there's a, there's a big difference between like a, um, some EV stock falling yeah. 15% or like Virgin Galactic falling 20%. And Target or Target or Walmart are they both in the Dow? I know Walmart, no Target's not, but Walmart is. I mean, yeah. these are these are these are bail weather stocks that don't yes. fall 10 to 15, 20 percent in no. a day. They don't do it, and they're doing it. So uh, tough what, environment. What, what about TJX? Because they also reported this morning. Then their report actually was not. It's bad. up. Yeah, it's up because it wasn't it was wasn't even a bad report. <laughs> the, the low bar that Walmart and Target said. <laughs> Their earnings per share came in 68 cents versus 61 cent estimate uh, revenue, a little bit light there. But uh, uh, the EPS guidance that they gave for in the line. fiscal year was in line with the street estimate. And uh, again, TJX is looking not bad today. That's all that matters. That's all that matters is that it didn't miss by a landslide. So the sales did miss, which is interesting. Yeah. But the top bottom line. line, we care about the bottom line more than anything now. It was a top line market in 2020. It is a bottom line market in 2022. Top line missed, bottom line beat. That's what they're going to focus on. The algos have completely been reprogrammed to look at the bottom line. They've figured it out already. And that's why you're seeing TJX actually turn around and trade higher. Does that mean I'm buying TJX? Nope. Because it's telling me that the overall consumer is still weak. I would sell the rally. Maybe this is going to be one that's going to go up to 60 is a big number for yeah, it. Yeah, I, I agree. I was just going to say that. You had this big red bar here, and a lot of people are thinking, man, if this gets back to 60, yeah. it's a scratch. The pre-market high isn't there yet. The pre-market high, 58.36. Uh, I would really want to see this one continue off the open because, you know, people would be just, you know, like, you know, the overall mood of retail. They'll be like, whew. We got sweated that one out. Just can't wait to whack it on the open. Top of yesterday's range, if you're looking for a gap fill, is down at 56.21. Uh, this question from B. Crunset, I think I'm saying that right, in the chat, just asked if you can elaborate on the top and the bottom line. That's just referring to, so if, if, you, if you go to a balance sheet, right, and the number that's on top of the balance sheet 
is like the revenue, right? All the money that came in the door last quarter. And then there's all you go through all the balance sheet, go through all the expenses, yada, yada, yada. And then you get to the bottom of the balance sheet where you get to the earnings. That's the bottom line, right? And that's what matters now is the bottom line. So any number that's earnings, operating income or earnings per share, anything like that, that's like that, that reflects the bottom line, that reflects uh, the revenue minus expenses and, and other accounting uh, stuff, accounting noise, basically any number that reflects that bottom line, like, like EPS does, that's the number that is more important now. So earnings per share is a quote unquote bottom line number. Cause it would theoretically show up on the bottom of the balance sheet. That's why we call, that's why we say the bot, the top of the bottom line revenues at the top of the balance sheet, earnings at the bottom of the balance sheet, earnings per share uh, in this environment is more important than revenue. Um, and uh, somebody made a, co- a comment about selling TJX. I mean, in against, uh, you know, in, in this environment today, which is probably not n- not the worst idea if you're selling into this rip. Um, well, I had another, another thought I wanted to add on, on all this too. Oh yeah, there was also a comment earlier about like you know, in, in theory, we talk about you know recessions and recession hedges and quote unquote, quote unquote safe stocks in a recession, mm-hmm. and you think consumer staples, you think Walmart, you think Target. People still have to go to the store. But what did Walmart say yesterday in their report? They said that people are spending more on food and less on everything else, right? Which is like three quarters of the store. They're gonna right? eat, right? They gotta eat, but they don't gotta, they gotta buy eat. a TV. So yeah. that's the problem, and that's where I keep coming back to that. Is it, it? It's just the math. It's all math, you know. And and you know, people talk, oh, just play the charts. I mean, what we try to do as at Bright Trading is we try to predict the charts. Like we're trying to get ahead of the charts. I mean, the charts, you can look at any chart and see a setup. How did that target chart help you? You know, like you got an earnings report coming on. Oh, you can say, oh, I look like a head and shoulders. It had to go down. That's just nonsense. It's all nonsense. I mean, we're, we're technicals work well to find the levels after the fact, you know, but when you can figure out these relationships ahead of time, that's, you know, how I'm consistently profitable. You know, like that's how I make money during bear markets. That's how... It's relationship-based. It's why those algos are programmed. You know, those algos aren't stupid. The ones that are selling, you know, Coles and Nordstrom's off of Macy's bad numbers. Those things make money, man. A lot of money. A lot more than any of you guys in the chat. I'm going to tell you that right now. Those algos are killing it. Those those relationship-based algos. So don't poo-poo relationships. Don't think you know it all from a chart. Charts help. It's one tool. But relationships are a hell of a lot more powerful than a chart. I'm going to tell you that's the truth. Uh, and that's why we mentioned the, the all the other stocks here, like like Big Lots and Dollar Tree, Dollar General. Coles. It doesn't matter what any of those charts look like coming in. It doesn't right. matter. They're gonna be down because they're relationship based. Right. Those are going down. The algos were killing it an hour ago, trying to sell all those stocks. Killing it. Joel, what about Kroger here? Because you called out a gap in Kroger here. Uh, was it, I yeah, I just someone just pointed that out. Yeah. You got a little a little ways to go. Um, the top of that gap is forty eight oh nine. That's a buck away. Um, you had you know you had consolidation near near the low uh, you know mm-hmm. of the recent move, right? And then you had uh, then you needed a catalyst, right? And the catalyst was it wasn't a huge catalyst. I mean, it wasn't like Warren dumped all the stock, but uh, Warren came out, sold some stock. That was a catalyst yesterday. Another negative catalyst with Walmart, and now you have um, and, and now you have the Target earnings. So the the top of the gap. 
is uh, is excuse me, 40, it's 49.49. So it's already filling that gap. So I stand corrected. The low on that day was 48. I mean, it's just a gap fill. It's a technical thing. It doesn't mean that, you know, Kroger's out of, out of the woods yet or anything, but gaps tend to get filled. And, and we didn't like this chart. And I mean, there is a place that the chart doesn't look good. There's nothing in there, but now you got a driver to even drive it through there, you know, and the driver is the target disappointment. So Hard to be a buyer Kroger anywhere below 45. So we can use the technicals as a tool. You said that yesterday. You yeah. said that you go and, and you just, and sometimes they, you just throw out levels and you're just like, yeah, maybe 45. And I'm like, well, that's really cheap. I don't know if we're going to get to 45. It, it's the are. best way to use technicals, Joel, is the levels. Just going oh. and looking Look at and them. saying, okay, we've got a catalyst that's going to knock us all down. Where are we going? That's mm-hmm. how I would use the technicals today. I mean, it's not going to pick your direction coming into a target report, but once you know your direction and you know the direction on all these other retails of stocks is down, where are we going? Where do we potentially bounce? You know, where am I bringing in a short if I'm short the stocks? I mean, that's what you're looking at. So Kroger, it looks like there's nothing in there, man. There looks like nothing up 45. You're short this thing? I don't see a reason to get all like, oh my gosh, it's running back to 55. I don't know when it reports. I never like take them through reports, but I mean... Everything on those technicals say this could see 45 again. Not today, but it could see 45 again. Does this reverse the, I mean, does this take the um, the low bar and like slam it through the bottom of the floor? Oh, yeah. Other people? Oh, yeah. So like who's, oh, yeah. Who, who's upcoming here? Let's pull up their earnings. Who's upcoming? Who do we have still? Coles. Coles is tomorrow. BJ's, which is getting smoked here, is tomorrow as well. Uh, I'm sure there are probably a couple more next week. I love your, I love the calendar here. It looks really yeah. good. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, Corp. I mean, yeah. apparel. Yeah, Target's yeah, full of apparel. Yeah, it's BF gonna get Corp. rocked today. Oh yeah. Oh, gonna be all getting rocked. All getting um, rocked. Bath and Body Works. Uh, that's retail, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, we've had a few questions in the chat about Amazon because Amazon is a retail stock in a lot. I mean, it is, but it's also a its own animal. It's Amazon. So so how, how do you look at Amazon today, Joel? Uh, in 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 light of all this. And I mean, Amazon's already had its report. I mean, it's uh, it's you know, two thousand. We talked about um, Amazon. It's turned. It's got. I mean, the only thing holding it up is uh, is the stock split, right? And that's coming up. I mean, twenty forty eight. Maybe uh, if if you feel like you need to own this thing, uh, you know, and you you feel like you missed the bottom, uh, you got a, a little pullback here, right? Fifty percent. I look at this. 2180 down there. I wouldn't have any bids out there for 2180, but it's weird. I, I I've been doing more shopping than ever. I I don't know what's you know I don't know what's uh you know the retail. I guess I haven't been going Wait, to on on Target. Amazon on Amazon. No, I'm not uh, just in general. I just you know needed some new threads, so I, I don't know. I guess I'm just doing uh, it. I guess I'm not doing it at Target. <clears throat> it's all basic math. Go back to your grade one math, you know, and just go through. If you have less money to spend, your consumer will. <laughs> Wait, hold in on. Fact, I, 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 have this, I have to write this down. I, I, I got to write this down. Hold on. I'm taking notes. All Take right. notes. I'm taking your notes. Your consumer yes. will have less money to spend. Less With interest money. rates going higher, they will have less money everywhere. Your average person will have less money to spend. There is absolutely no doubt that eventually shows up in some demand destruction it's already starting to show up in some of these stocks. Okay. So there, it's just math, folks. I mean, you got interest rates going higher. Your payments are going up. 
your car payments, you know, where you were getting 0% financing two years ago, you can forget about that. I mean, with interest rates going higher, it will slow down the economy. Is it going to put us into a recession? That is still to be determined. But there is absolutely no doubt that your average person will have less money to spend, and that is showing up already. And it just started. The party just started. So that's one th- reason why we've been bearish on this show for uh, a long time. Way, bullish just, for three days, bearish for three months. This, this entire the- time, we focused on just the consumer, but that's the only part of Target's business. What about the input costs, okay? The conference call is going on right now, the Target conference call. They said they expect a billion dollars of incremental freight costs this year. Hey, it's really expensive to get those goods into the stores in the first place, okay? Scary. There's basically nowhere for them to hide here. Look, look, yeah. This is, you know, you've got less demand going to be happening from the consumer being strapped, and you've got input costs going up. You've got, you know, the cost of getting the stuff in going up. Squeeze those margins. Squeeze those margins. I mean, they're tight margins at Walmart and Target. They're not big margins. Can they pass some of it through? They can pass it through on food. People got to eat. You're going to buy your gallon of milk. Can you pass it through on your, you know, new pair of boots? Probably not. People say, I'll wear my boots for another year. Maybe, you know, you've got to think about all those repercussions, especially when you're just coming in blindly buying the dip and saying we're going back to all-time highs. BMO analyst yesterday, CNBC, all-time highs by the end of the year. Is he nuts? I say he can say that. Is he nuts? He's Canadian. About, my wife worked the, at BMO. The, my wife worked at BMO. She probably knew this guy. But, you know, probably not. But, I mean, it was, it was 10 years ago. <laughs> He's Canadian. But, I mean, Bank of Montreal, the biggest banks in Canada. What? Where are you coming from? How are you getting the all-time highs? I might be wrong. Maybe this is going to age very badly, but I do not see a path for us to get to all-time highs. I don't. I can't envision that path. I can't envision how you get there. Tell me, please. Like, how do you get to forty-eight hundred? Um, Besides just saying blindly buy the okay. dip and stocks oh, go right. up twenty percent. They it, it, always bounce back. We'll look at the quantitative numbers. And- and we'll war say every time we go down 30, we go up 20. Thank you, Joel. Thank, thank you, Joel. The war ends and inflation get, uh, fo- goes down 4%. That's 3%, it. 4%. Well, there's, or at least t- war ends. So Putin gets taken out. Putin gets taken out. <laughs> not what he said. And inflation. Well, that's the only way the war is ending because he ain't stopping it. So Putin gets taken out right. and, you know, inflation falls back down. All of a sudden, you know, everybody on the, you know, every all wage inflation people say, oh, I don't need that raise. You know, I don't need, you know, I don't need more money. I don't know. Really tough, man. Tough, tough, tough to envision all-time highs. I have to correct the record. Earlier in the show, I said yesterday was Walmart's worst day in 20 years. My mistake. It was Walmart's first day since, 19, worst day since 1987, since since uh, the crash in 87. So my mistake on that. Worst day in uh, 30 years for for, for Walmart. Uh, yeah, maybe this uh, someone just made a good point. Uh, maybe this whole metaphors thing uh, may work out anyways. <laughs> We're all moved to the metaverse. That's you know? it. That's I lo- it. You know, I love the metaverse. All right. How about my take two? Man, we're being too Disney, bear- Disney take two. My we're metaverse being, being way too bearish today. What else, do, what else is going on? Hey. But I've been bullish for a while here. I've been bullish for three days. So I'm allowed to start to like, okay, we've rallied a little bit here. Yeah. Okay. I'm allowed to be a little bearish today. Um. Wait, what about the one retail stock that's up today? Oh, no, besides TJX, is the container store. TCS. Been in a massive downtrend here last last uh, decade or so, but the container store is up. Is it up this morning now? Almost 
Uh, they had earnings last night, and the earnings are good. EPS beat, sales beat, guidance beat. It was great. They Target really- and Walmart got to load up on containers to store all their inventory. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> that was a joke, but I don't know. The container store. What's the all-time high on this, Poppy Joel? Oh, this way. It wasn't too bad. 1931. No, what? no, forty-seven. Oh, further yeah. back? Oh, yeah, I, I, think I mean, I got the monthly up here. Maybe I'm wrong, but I. Think oh yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I just yeah. was looking short term here. That was when. Oh yeah, these containers. A store that sells containers was like the coolest thing ever. That was cool for like a year, not even six months. So, I don't know what to say. I'd sell all rallies in the stock. I wonder if this is a uh, given Tupperware boost. Up? Uh, I don't know. It's a good call. Yeah, well, it's flat. I mean, at the bottom of the moon. I mean, they've already reported. It's both um, disaster stock. Look at that Tupperware Churchill. <laughs> $17 three weeks ago. It's eight bucks. There is a two for one stock split, but they didn't give you the stock. Yikes. Yeah. Something. Ugly. What What jumped out to me in the container? Something <laughs> jumped out to me. I don't know. I doubt anyone's trading this today, but. Uh, Look at all that. You got all these highs, right? At, uh, I call it 820 to 830. Um, you popped uh, over 840 in uh, the pre-market on 15,000 shares. So I'll even bring it down a little bit. There's several highs right there. Let's call it 820, 830. There you go. There's your resistance. Uh, there was a question from earlier that I saw a few people uh, asked it. And I'll ask, this, ask it to Joel. A bit of a market uh, psychology question. Joel, why do gaps shards get filled later on we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming, I wish I'd used Indeed. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility all at Indeed.com slash P-R-E-P. Just go to Indeed.com slash P-R-E-P right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash P-R-E-P. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, I mean, they don't all. I, I think it's just a psychology thing, you know, that, uh, you know, price, you know, has a memory. And if it goes far away from the area for whatever fundamental circumstances, it's just, it's just kind of a, a May, I think it's more of a psychological thing. I mean, there are some gaps out there that have never, ever, ever been filled, but I think it's more on your, your thicker stocks, you know, um, your more heavily traded stocks, you know, have memory. People sold it for, you know, 
or short positions. They're just using it. Dennis, you have anything to, to add to that? I think it's, it's more psychological than any so, magic formula. As stocks trade in an area again and again and again, it it tends to you know gravitate. So you get traders that have prices from those, like they're, they're, they bought or sold at these prices. When you have a gap, there's nobody that's traded in that area. So there's just not much in there. So once it gets into that area, you can go through it because nobody bought the stock at like $33 and is trying to get back up there and they're trying to get their money back because there's nothing that's traded there. Right. So that that's the main reason, like that's the, the behind it. But just know like when stocks have gaps, they come back into those areas. They sometimes move very quickly through those gaps. That's why we were talking the Kroger chart. We had the big gap up. Well, you know what? The Kroger chart just boom, almost has filled that gap. We're talking the gap. If you go on the 90 day from March 2nd to March 3rd, when the stock gapped up from 4809 to 5225, uh, I believe, you know, so you can see that gap right there. Actually, the gap is 49. The high of the day on was 49, 49, 49. Yeah. So you got a three point gap in there, but it just filled it just now. So it did come back in. It filled it. Look how quick it filled it, Joel. Now, again, you can blame Target, but I mean, technicals would say it took two days to fill that gap. So three point gap, pretty big move for Kroger. I mean, this is, you know, just back to technicals, but. And, there, and there's people that like, I missed, I really wanted to buy this when it broke out over 50. There are, I don't know if they're going to have that same psychology now, but they're like, man, I missed it. If this comes back down to 50, I want to get long. I I mean, I don't know if that's a psychology of it now, but that's, that's the way people look at, it. oh, it's back at 50. I'm going to, or, or a short tar. I mean, the other thing too, I think for the intermediate trading, I think that there's um you know, algorithms that are, you know, uh, designed longer out that maybe have been trading, you know, Kroger for the last, you know, two or three months with a probability of that gap being filled. And they're, that's their target. And that's where they're going to, you know, they they don't care if it's going to 48, 47, 46 or 40. Started building the position maybe at 55, 56, 57, you know, mm-hmm. risking up to the high of the move. That's the, they'll take that. The, 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 uh, they'll get filled they'll, they'll look for another gap fun uh, yeah all right it's 835 in a moment when he when he logs on we will be joined by michael hewson uh who is one of our one of our favorites from across the pond over there uh chief analyst at uh cmc markets did you want to cover like one or two more earnings? We did have a couple more. We had like Doc Simony, which is a growth stock that's come crashing back down to earth, uh, down thirteen uh, percent today. Uh, we had, a, I think, we had Eventbrite report earnings as well. Uh, oh, you know Elon, what? I just want to say, Elon, does pre-market data count when filling the gap? I mean, if they do no, it in I the pre-market, no. I mean, chances are they're going to do it in a regular session too. I mean, but but I, I would say no. Like take the Macy's example from yesterday and the trade down the fat finger and the pre market down to fifteen dollars. I mean that's not even you know in the realm of where the stock has been or where it's going. I mean that was just an oops trade. So I ignore. I I I think the simple answer to that question is no. That's kind of like well that's you, I, yeah like I don't even consider that trading. I mean trading. Yeah. I mean a gap. Because it it filled when <laughs> it went down and came back up. So. So er- back down to 15. Er- earlier in the show, um, Dennis said, you know, you know what will save us today is, is tech. Uh, if if we get saved, it'll be tech. That's the only thing. Joel, can you pull up the AMD chart? Because AMD just had a great, great couple of days. Off an upgrade. 
Yeah. Well, yesterday, yeah, but it's had a great like three four days. Yeah, it did uh, with the market. I, right. I I would be. I, I mean, I I said a hundred holding a hundred. I talked about that level. Let's see if it holds a hundred. If it holds a hundred, the next couple of days, boom, you built another leg up. You take a shot at one ten, but I still think. I mean. People got crazy in that thing yesterday and see if it can hold 100 today. The path out of this, the only, like, we're in a mess here. Target has put us all into a mess here. Well, ignored Walmart. They won't ignore Target because it's way down way more and it means Walmart wasn't a one-off. So the only way out of this mess is for beaten down tech to save us. And that can happen. That's the path that I envision that we can, you know, shrug this off and close green. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. So I think you're going to see some buy the dippers off the hop. I think it wouldn't surprise me if we rally back 15, 20 handles, but I think the sellers will overwhelm them. So I think we close significantly lower at the end of the day. So I, the way I'm approaching the day is I'm going to be looking for that like 9.40, rally to sell stuff. Ooh. Um, the, uh, the the rotations take a little bit longer. This is kind of like catching people off guard, like the the way the the retail is just completely you know falling apart. So maybe they thought they were translating some profits in Target into something else, but now people are kind of caught because it's just you know been such a violent reaction. So you know they're if they're gonna have to work their way out of the retailers and. They just might like say, "Hey, no, I'll, maybe I'll just sit this out for a couple of days." And, That's uh, what I'm scared of. The may, people maybe the low of the move was. I let the dust settle here a little bit. A lot of air, you know. AMD. Put it in perspective here. Long AMD, long term portfolio. Eighty three dollars four days ago. It's a hundred and two. I know. Destroyed twenty five percent in four days. Great. I mean, this is a rip to sell, probably. Probably talking against my long term portfolio, but. I mean, if you're coming in and buying it now, you just ride 20%. You're buying somebody else's profits. You are literally letting that person get out. That bought at 83, 84, 85. I mean, it's made a one-month high. I think the stock is beaten up, too beaten up. I think it was ridiculous down at $83. But it's this is a big move now. So, I mean, there's going to be profit takers, especially on a day when you're seeing the stocks getting beats across the board. There's going to be some profit taking in certain stocks, and you're already seeing that this morning. And and the thing is, like for the last like twelve years, it really paid to chase, right? Chasing was okay because we market market would bounce back at some point, and 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 that that worked for you. It really it really paid to chase in 2020 and 2021. It has paid to wait in the last uh, fifteen months or so, right? It, it it's paid to wait. It's not paid. To, it's paid to to wait for the dip and buy on that, uh, then that had, ch- chasing stocks just hasn't worked. Uh, so not in 2022. No, not not in the slightest. As much as and remember, there's two sides. There's momentum and contrarian. The contrarian trader, the person that's fa- selling the rips, buying the dips in 2022, is doing very well. I mean, yeah, some of these dips were prolonged, but especially the rip seller. I mean, every single rip has just been sold. It's been I, I've been saying in 2022, selling the rip, selling the rally has been way easier than buy the dip was in 2020. It's been so easy on the sell the rip side. It's like, oh, that stock's going up. Well, you know, it's going to be down three days. And it is. I mean, Visa kills the earnings report. The stock rallies. Kramer gets all excited. Oh, yeah, this is the turnaround for Visa. 220. Where is it? 204. 
I mean, this has just been this market. It's been take the money and run market. So you get the pop, you sell it. You don't chase. Kramer chases everything. Don't listen to that. It's wrong. And and, and just as a reminder uh, on the Amazon thing is the, the stock split date, the 24-1 split date is June 3rd, which is two weeks from this Friday. Um, now, uh, when when Apple did this and Tesla did this the first time, we saw these huge runs into the split. I'm really not sure we're going to see that again because it's just a different kind of market right now. Um, so it, 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 it is a an artificial catalyst. It doesn't really do anything to the value of the company, obviously, but it, it, it does make the stock more affordable and can promote buying. Um, but if, if you are into that thing, June 3rd, you have two weeks from, from this Friday until, until that split happens in Amazon. Um, I, don't, I don't know where Michael Houston is, so we're just going to keep on going. When is split day for Amazon? June 3rd. Just coming. Yeah, two weeks from, from this week. If the market can turn around, that can, you know, and I, I'm, I did rebuy some of my Amazon. We know that. If the market can turn around, this, you know, could have that potential run up into the split, but I don't know. It's really at the crossroads. Joel, is there more an important day for this market than today? I mean, this. <laughs> Joel is, says that every day. This every, one's really Monday important. wise. CPI day Monday was. Monday was. And I and uh, you know, what I was, really, I I was bullish. Remember. Yeah. Well, no, because we we had to follow through on Friday, and I I I really tried to you know be bullish on Monday. It looked good. It looked good. It looked good. And then we lost forty handles in the last hour, and I was like, well, no, no, we're not going to rally. Um, and then we rallied yesterday. So, uh, Monday's low. I mean, that's the only thing that, uh, you got to keep an eye on right now. And that's, that's not close. That's down at 39.79.50. So we're still above the low for the week. Um, we ran into problems up at the weekly highs. So, uh, I thought Monday was today's an important day too, but Monday's low. I mean, if, if, like you talk about the savior with these other stocks and the technology coming in, then uh you know then everything monday's low will hold if not if not boom you get you're going back to 38.55 in a heartbeat uh someone just asked a question is there an inverse retail etf i don't actually know uh no i don't believe so oh yeah yeah there is it's uh it's relatively new though and not very oh no it's not it's a couple years old but i think it may that may be dead. That may be dead. Never mind. If there is, I'll, I'll I'll do some research and find out for you in the next few minutes. Uh, all right. Let's look at quick. You want to like preview, like look ahead a little bit because on the earnings calendar we do have Cisco tonight. You want to you want to look at that? I mean, it's 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 not in the same camp as what we've been talking about. It's it's a value tech stock, um, but it is going to have a catalyst tonight. That's coin flip. I can coin flip. Do anything? The uh, chart. Yeah. Okay. Could do anything. All right. What stock are you talking about? Cisco reports tonight. Uh, I have a small trading position, so I'm not going to give any comments. Uh, let's Quiet. see. It got walloped after that last report. Can't, no. I mean, look at the low. Concentrate on the low of the move here. The low of the recent move has been uh, 4747. What you have? Like a four point rally? Yeah, just about, right? Um halfway back on that three point rally buck and a half needs to hold what 49 and a half 49 and a quarter all right Next. Um, there there really isn't much outside retail uh I, any what's 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 on your list my list is mostly uh 
exhausted because it's all retail. Everything. Well, that's what's the only thing that's important here today is retail. So. Someone, someone asked if Kohl's is still getting is still getting bought out. Uh, no, no, they rejected every offer. So yeah, they rejected. It's come all the way back down, and you know, and Kohl's going to get hit today. There's no doubt off target. It's going to get hit. You got good support down here in Kohl's at 45, but and I'm long Kohl's. I put in the long term account because you know what, it's cheap. But now this makes me this target number makes me scared on everything. So, I mean, do I want exposure to retail? I basically bought, you know, Kohl's. I'm down in it now. It was up yesterday, but, I mean, I bought this, I don't know, 46 and change. Yeah. So, I'm slightly down now. It was close 48, 47. It was looking good. Not anymore. Target just poo-pooed it. So, it makes me reevaluate. Do I want to own retail stocks right now? I mean, they all look cheap, but Target and Walmart didn't look expensive either. And all of a sudden, they're coming in way under. That makes me think is Kohl's going to do the same thing. So... I'm scared of all retail right now. Um, sorry, I'm just uh, Michael Houston just emailed me, but he didn't. He didn't. Okay. I, that's okay. I, we can I, go without again. I don't know so if he's joining us today or not. He I can take. It. We can. We can go. I can always. You know, I can write, do a run on sense for 25 minutes if you want. So. Uh, he emailed me, but he didn't indicate that he was going to join our. Do show some today. ticker time. Do so, some tickers here. Yeah, here. There's a good, quite good ticker just now. We haven't talked about this one for a long time. Regeneron. You want to look at that guy? It's held up well. I mean, pharmaceutical stocks have done very, very well, unbelievably well. The one sector that has not been hit is big pharma. Merck, like, made a new 52-week high yesterday. Lilly, very close to 52-week highs. I mean, Pfizer's come off because, you know, and I, the, the, the COVID's, you know, it was obviously got the COVID boost and, you know, now that's coming off. But I mean, Big Pharma has done very, very well in this market and held up very well. And they're cheap valuations too. So, I mean, Regeneron is Big Pharma. I would say that I'm skeptical that they don't come for everything eventually. So in the case of Regeneron, You've had you've almost got a nice fifty percent retracement yeah, of the, what, of the sell. Too. Yeah, seven forty-seven down to six hundred, one hundred and fifty points. So seventy-five points up would we'll get you right to about yesterday's high, six seventy to six seventy-five. I think you're running to resistance here. I think if you're long Regeneron, I think you sell it. Unfortunately, just my yeah. opinion. Yep, six seventy four, six seventy five is where yeah. that comes in. Mm-hmm. There's also uh, the your retracements are better if they co- coincide with some other daily highs. Yeah. There's, there's two daily highs right there. It does. This is called six seventy seven. All right, Michael Houston is here now. Uh, he's from CMC Markets. He is their chief market analyst. Let's get Michael Houston on the show. Mister Houston, good morning, sir. I can't hear you. You can't hear us. Oh. All right, let's try this. I'm going to move Michael backstage. Going to get him to a different room. See if we can test our audio there. But uh, and if you can hear me now, Michael, give me a thumbs up. But he his peer, appears his uh, headphones are failing him right now. So let's do some more ticker time while I troubleshoot with. Okay, you Michael. troubleshoot me and Joel grab tickers. We're going to the chat. Give us your tickers. We're talking them right now. Um, I'm scrolling up here. I am too. Generac. Let's let's look at Generac. Killed. Just, just, just killed. I mean, there's been so many, you know, good companies have been taken out. $524 down to $225. What's the PE? When this thing gets to a PE of 20, tell me, because I'll buy the stock. I don't think you're there yet. And Spencer left, so I was asking him. Joel, uh, I don't know. Here. I have it. Um, 
Yeah, for this one, uh, it's down 66 cents. Uh, you've had a nice little move. You got it. Unfortunately, uh, you got a you got a triple top to contend with. Uh, so th- I mean, this one's not not looking too bad technically. If you could just put on the the goggles and forget about the market, oh, and I mean, these things aren't cheap either. It's uh, it's the, forward piece 1920. So you're right there. 220 229. This one, this could be one that catches a bit. Actually, you've got like um, yeah. three interesting days here. Uh yeah. three matching lows and three matching highs. So but it takes out the the 218, then you know you look for a 50% retracement. I could be talked into yeah. I could be talked into nibbling into something like this. I mean, you're starting to find, you know, what's got value. I just look in, I mean a, a Again, you've got to, you know, want to buy stocks, but you know, 200 bucks. If you're sticking this in your long-term portfolio or generators going away, I mean, I don't think so. Is it going to give back the entire COVID pop, which would take us back to a hundred bucks? I don't think that's going to happen. That would be a 50% haircut though, which is a scary thought. And, and were the earnings elevated? I think I got to do more homework and just see what the trend of the earnings are. Did we have an elevation in earnings that's making that PE look cheaper than it is? But at 19.20, that doesn't look too expensive to me. Not for Generac. Good company, man. Yeah, All right. 2.15 is the uh, would just roughly be mid range on the moon. Michael says he can hear us now. Michael, give me a thumbs up if you're ready. Yes. All right. Good morning or good <laughs> afternoon for you. How are we doing today? I'm very well, sir. Very well indeed. Sorry about the audio problems, but I had a previous interview overrun and I couldn't get rid of him. So rather than be rude, I just sort of sat it out. But I'm sorry I should have told you sooner. Hey, when that happens. Um, We've been talking a lot today about retail um, Mm. and about the the consumer. um, And obviously inflation is a part of that. I just saw today that inflation over it was in the UK or in Europe. Is that what? Nine, ten percent now? Uh, it, it's nine percent here in the UK. Went up from seven percent in March. Four point two percent of that was gas, electricity prices, gas as in LNG, and petrol as in gasoline, um, made up four point two percent of that nine percent. So, yeah, a fairly chunky, fairly chunkier figure, and it's probably going to go higher as well. So. You know, it's uh, it's it's not good. It's not good, and wage growth is four point two percent. So, you know, real terms haircut there. Um, is there anything that you are like feeling glass half full about right now with regards to the economy or the markets in general? Not really. No. I mean, obviously, I think I think it's very difficult. I think it's very easy to be pessimistic about these markets, and certainly, I think in terms of the way the Nasdaq and the S and P five hundred are behaving. I think this is very much a bear market rally that we're seeing here. I think unless we can get back above 4,100 on the S&P, we're going to go to 3,500. And I think we're going to go to 10,500 on the NASDAQ before we get any significant sort of rebound. I think what Powell said last night suggests to me that the Fed is all in until the end of the year. And I think that is going to be very, very difficult to push back against, particularly at the time when the US consumer does appear to be pulling back, even though those retail sales numbers so far this year show no evidence of that. How's, um, infla- Michael, Sorry, how's, in- how's inflation looking where you're at? You know, you're in a different oh, it's, economy. It's, it's, it's u- really ugly. It's ugly. It's ugly. I mean, the, the UK economy contracted in March by 0.1%. Um, 
the only the only economic expansion that we've seen thus far this year was in January, when the economy grew by 0.8. Since then, the economy's not grown at all, and I think there's a good chance that over the course of the next three to six months, we'll struggle to grow at all. What I would say is that wages are they are going up. Unemployment is its lowest level since 1974. And we have over 1.2 million vacancies. So the, the, the labour market is tight, which I think in terms of potential wage growth is good, which means that hopefully consumer incomes won't fall too far behind the inflation ratchet. The biggest concern that I have is really the performance of the pound. It's fallen 9% against the dollar over the last 12 months. And that introduces a significant inflationary impulse in terms of prices into the UK economy, because essentially everything's priced in dollars. And yeah, this all sounds great, Michael. <laughs> You're making me feel uh, warm wait, and wait, tingly can, inside. Can you, just, can, can, you elaborate, can you elaborate when you say Jerome Powell is all in? Elaborate on that, please. Well, I think we'll see 50 basis points in June. I think we'll potentially see another 50 in September uh, and potentially another 25 at the subsequent two meetings after that. Um, I lied in with balance sheet reduction. That is going to be a significant tightening of monetary conditions. Okay. So that's, what I, that's, that's what I mean by uh, that. What What is this? Okay, so this is how like you feel, but you're having conversations with clients and such, and, and mm. what, what's the sentiment that, that, that you can gauge out there? They're very much in, I mean, in terms of playing the market, it's very much, we, we, we cater very much for traders as opposed to investors. So there's very much a sell the rally mindset going on here, you know, in terms of getting into selling any strength on any rallies. If how you actually look at the way the, go on. I was going to say, how do we shake that mindset? It's a great point you're making because in 2020, we had this mindset of, I just buy the dip and I make money. And now the traders have the exact opposite mindset. I sell every rip because if I don't, stock's going to be down tomorrow. So, I mean, how do we break that? Well, I use technicals to break that. So, for me, I think in very simple terms, if we can get back above and hold above 4,100 on the S&P, then for me, that would break, because that for me was the breakout point on the downside. Um, and, it was a, and there was a similar point on the NASDAQ, I think, at around about the same sort of level. You know, and I've, I'm, I, very, I very much trade on levels. So for me, these pivot levels, as I like to call them, are key in terms of my mindset when I look at the market. But what I also want to see is a turnaround in the dollar. Um, and at the moment, people are calling for a top in the dollar. I don't see that. And I think at the moment, until we see some evidence that the dollar is going to turn around and start coming back lower, it's going to be very difficult for equity markets to rally. Because essentially, I think the dollar is almost like, a, you know, it's a risk trade in terms of investor and trader appetite for risky assets. If the dollar starts to roll over, then that would encourage me to start going long risky assets. Does that make sense? 
It does. It does. And I mean, as long as interest rates are going up and they're going right. up for the foreseeable future, I mean, what, what else could be a bigger catalyst behind, uh, behind the U S you know, behind the U S dollar. Right. Yeah, uh, exactly. I mean, of course you have your inflation, you know, eating into whatever real rates of return you have. Uh, my question to you is what, what's going on with gold and silver here? I mean, uh, uh, you know, supposed inflation head. I get nothing's an inflation hedge uh, with gold and silver here. Is you just think that this is no one wants to own anything here? Or give us your well, outlook you get, for gold and silver. You get a better return with the dollar, quite simply. You know, if if the Federal Reserve is going to push rates up or the Fed funds rate up through two percent and three percent, why would you own gold? It doesn't yield you anything, and then you've got storage costs on top. You might keep certain amount of your portfolio in gold but the 10-year yield is around about three percent as i look at it right now and potentially could go back to 3.2 percent so you know why would you own gold I, it would make it makes no sense to me that's that's a question people have been asking for 20 years man <laughs> i don't know about 20 years about 200 years probably all right, yeah you're right <laughs> yeah all right all right, you got me there. All right, Michael Houston, uh, Chief Market Analyst of CMC Markets, joining us from across the pond. Michael, uh, appreciate it. Thanks a lot for coming on today. Thank Thanks, Michael. Cheers. Thank you. Right. Sorry for being late. Uh, it's okay. We, we forgive you, Michael. Uh, all right, we got like two minutes left here in the show. Do we want to go and give us any final thoughts and do final tickers? Uh, um, we've, we're making new lows. I, I think just the same thing. I think rallies are going to be sold here today. So we saw a little rally there for a little bit, and then more another wave of selling comes in. You've got some people sitting on some profits for the last few days. They're going to want to take those profits. It's different. I mean, again, you can say, well, that happened with Walmart, and we rallied yesterday off it. I think it's different this time because now we know it's not a one-off. Um, it's not a Walmart problem. It's a consumer problem, it appears to be. And obviously, margins are getting squeezed. You're going into retail earnings season, which means there's going to be more retailers that report, which is a scary thought as well. Uh, I'm scared here. I'm scared again. Yeah. Also, uh, probably have some downgrades coming into these stocks too, uh, looming and adjusting numbers. So that won't be uh, – uh, just there's a couple daily – just keep an eye on your daily lows from yesterday. We're still within uh, yesterday's range. And then, you know, beyond that um, – you have, uh, you know, Monday's lows, and they, they they tested those several times during the day before we had the rally. I mean, on the upside, you know, people just want to see unch. You know, it doesn't look like you're going to see that in the S and P's by any stretch of the imagination. But maybe you will on some of your your individual issues. Markets going defensive today. Yeah. All right. This is maybe one of the most bearish days we've had on this show in quite some time. But hey, some days you're bullish, some days you're bearish. That's how it goes. Why we're in a market, yeah. Uh, that's what makes a market. Uh, all right. Uh, we're going to end the show right here. Uh, as I said off the top, we're going to go live to our boot camp today, which is starting off with live trading. So we're going to end this stream, redirect you over to the, our boot camp stream, which is going to start off with myself, Money Mitch, and Zunaid. Uh taking me through the open here so uh before we go as a reminder please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes not for investing or trading advice thanks to our guest michael houston thanks to all of you and the chat and before you go just hit that thumbs up and hey while you're there if you want to subscribe to our youtube channel that'd also be great just click that subscribe button that that that, that would that'd be cool thank you all right i'm done I'll see you guys over on our very next stream in like one minute. So stay tuned.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.